This is Josh Hawks. This podcast is part of the Points of Interest Podcast Network. An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 80 of An Elegant Weapon. My name is Jay. I am your host. Please excuse me while I momentarily flick my bick. Hey guys. Wonder Joints. It's wonderful to be back with you this evening, kids. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, I was very lucky to be a guest on a podcast called Geek Girls Nerd Boys. Uh, This podcast is part of the Fanboys Inc. family, and it was a good chat-em-up time. And uh, I was lucky enough to meet host Tom, who is co-host of the Geek Girls Nerd Boys podcast. Uh, He's originally out of L.A., uh, now out of Maryland. And randomly, one day, out of the blue, I got a direct message from this dude on the Twitoris. And it said, hey, man, guess what? We're coming up to Toronto. You want to hang out? Maybe do a little potty 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 And I was like, my God, hell yes, let's absolutely do that. So Tom and his lovely wife came up to Toronto, and we hung out. Super cool. Spent a Saturday afternoon uh, showing them a few sites around the city. Silver Snail, Scott Pilgrim, uh, tourist attractions and such. It was a grand old time. You know, a couple of pints, a little bit of hockey, uh, a little bit of uh, a few familiar sites that have uh, we've podcasted from on the show before. But uh, it was really, really cool. Tom and his wife, fantastic people. I had a really good time. Um, it was a sensational first international podcast. It was great to meet people live and in person. And you get to hear our adventures today. So please enjoy uh, my session of hanging out with Tom and his wife one beautiful Saturday afternoon in the city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada.
Hello, 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 and welcome to Geek Girls Nerd Boy's first international podcast. I'm riding along in a car with Jay the Jedi Ross from An Elegant Weapon Podcast. He's being a gracious tour guide to show us around this lovely country of Canada of his. Hello, everyone. I am a park ranger, and I will be leading you on the tour. All of the park rangers here at Alcatraz were at one time guards, myself included. My name is John Johnson, but everyone here calls me Vicky. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> and I figured while here in the uh, mysterious Great White North, <laughs> um, uh, we would just geek out about the fabled Canadas, what makes some great uh, pe misconceptions people have about them. Uh, and uh, hopefully you can clear some of that up for us today. Yeah, of course. As you can see, we have electricity. <laughs> we have automobiles. <laughs> we have traffic lights. <laughs> I don't think anyone's uh, has that that primitive uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith cartoon. It was Leonardo Leonardo himself who led his now legendary expedition into the fabled Canadas, long thought to be uninhabitable by evolved man, and brought it to its knees. He soon accumulated the vast Leonardo fortune by acquiring Canadian mineral rights in exchange for the debilitating polio virus. Ouch! Sir, it's your call from Canada. I'm sorry, the window for getting a call into Canada is only open once a week. Um, you know what, I think more than misconceptions, it almost uh, concretes actual, you know, perceptions as far as we are polite. <laughs> it's a very clean city, Toronto, you know, all that kind of stuff. Indeed. In fact, I actually wrote down, I made a list of the ten things that immediately popped into my head when I thought about Canada before coming up here. Okay. So maybe we'll just run down the list and see if yeah. they're true, what you think about them, uh, whether it's a source of pride, a source of whatever for you. All right, yeah, man. All right, let's yeah. do it. Uh, first off, uh, since we just left uh, Silver Snail, yep. Silver, Silver Snail, Snail Comics, Let's go with Canadian comic characters. Okay. Wolverine and Alpha Flight. Of course, absolutely. Uh, Wolverine, we're very proud of that one. Super cool. Alpha Flight, not so much. Um, <laughs> but that's just because they're a cheesy old school kind of team, right. you know? It'd be nice to see maybe Alpha Flight get an update or some kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think we're bigger, we're more proud of the Superman thing, him being a half Canadian creation. Nice. Um, you know, so Joe Schuster being of Canadian. Course. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's actually a bigger point of pride for us. Not that he's a Canadian character, but, you know, Canadian origin type thing. I almost want to move to Seattle just so I can claim partial ownership of Green Arrow. Actually, if you look to our right, this is so crazy. See the Globe and Mail? This yeah, yeah. Right next to us used to have a giant globe on top, and that is the <laughs> Your building. Daily Planet? That is the building that the Daily Planet was based on. Oh, awesome! And we dude. just drove by it, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Metropolis was based on uh, Toronto, whereas uh, you know I know Gotham was based a lot on New York and Bo and Boston. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a source of uh, people fight over where exactly Gotham is. It's yeah. kind of right between... Definitely uh, East Coast. It's East Coast. It's, yeah, yeah. D.C. officially puts it somewhere on the map. They don't quite show you where the borders are. Mm -hmm. Some say Jersey. Some say Delaware. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say Jersey because I, I, I don't see Wilmington, Delaware having that much crazy crime. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely yeah. seem like Jersey villains. But as you can see, Toronto's <laughs> a big city. It's a world-class city. So, you know, it's very metropolitan, very metropolis-like, you know. Absolutely. So, actually, you can see peeking out over there finally the CN Tower. 
peeking out over top. You'll get a better view of yeah. it shortly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no. So that's a big thing. We have the stamps right now. They're Canada's putting out the stamps, the Superman seventy fifth birthday stamps. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. So yeah, we're getting Superman stamps. We'll have is, to link an Im- episode image for that. Yeah, no, it's super cool, man, that they're doing that. So very, very, very prideful country, you know. So any, of any those other little Cana- things? Any other Canadian characters I've missed? Ah, North Star, who is one of Alpha Flight, I right. guess, had a big deal. He did the last first year the gay first superhero gay wedding. superhero wedding. So uh, not tons. Uh, Captain Canuck, who is a well-known Canadian superhero. Yeah, I saw some T-shirts going. He's into making a comeback. Snail. That's an old series. It's actually coming back. So there's some excitement there, but not so much that is. Uh, there's a lot of excitement about the actual artists right now. Uh, three of the four Batman, sorry, two of the three Batman artists right now are in the area. David Finch, Jason Fabok, uh, you know, Ryan Stegman, local boy. Lots of huge, Ty Templeton, uh, yeah, yeah. huge talent all in this area. So it's not so much that as our pride is more in the actual artists that come from here. Because right now they're just killing it. Right now we're... Well, of course, every, and they're, yeah. you know, real people. Yeah, 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 you know, Dave Ross, like, there's some serious, cool, cool shit coming out of Toronto right now, so, it's an awesome scene, you know, it's, as you're seeing, too, it's a very artful city, right, so. Yeah, tons of galleries all yeah, over the lots place. Lots of support, lots of, uh, lots of, lots film of industry. culture, you know what I yeah. mean, yeah, so. All right, second one, of course, one of the first things we talked about as soon as we got in the car, hockey. Hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, people who know my show or me at all know that uh, I'm not a huge hockey guy. Not that I don't like hockey, but it's it's you're a bit of a, a an outcast in this country because it is a religion. I was telling you earlier, very akin the Toronto Maple Leafs are, uh, to New York and their relationship with the Yankees. The Yankees is just a piece just, of the city, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. We're gonna go with this. Sorry, I'm driving while we do this. <laughs> Don't drive in podcast, kids. It's not a good idea. Who's driving? Oh, my God. Bear is driving. How can that be? <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink in pot. Wait, no. That's... But uh, <laughs> hockey, it's cool. I, I really respect hockey. Uh, it's a badass sport. It's the only sport that in which they're fighting as part of the game, and guys are going 90 miles an hour on knives. Yeah. You know, so it's it's a pretty Slippery badass. Knives. It's a badass sport to it have really as your is. national sport. I'm just not a big sports guy, so... Fair enough. But it, it's cool, you know, it's it's the lifeblood of the city, it really is, so... Yeah, in fact, we're uh, on our way to a brewery, and then uh, after that we're going to go watch said game, the Maple Leafs and the Absolutely. Oilers. Absolutely, we're going to Wayne Gretzky's 99 Blue Jays way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were going to try and get into the in to see the game tonight, and then I realized... Uh, that would cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> or in Canadian, 1.1 arms and legs. <laughs> yeah. With the exchange rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit rough, but it, it will be cool even seeing, like, because of the tailgating and everything. Yes, we tailgate hockey here. <laughs> uh, What's next? <laughs> manners, being polite. Yes, you should be. Because <laughs> people are people, right? Uh, I think a lot of that's the British influence. Uh, the, you know, uh, the whole just, you know, being polite and gentlemanly and, you know, the social thing. Sometimes it can be a bit stuck up even, you know, but overall, I kind of think that's where it came from. Just being a polite society. You know what I mean? What is the meaning of this outrage? I beg your pardon. Will you be good enough to explain all this? First of all, I would like to make one thing quite clear. Yes. 
I never explain anything. You, you got to be courteous to other people around when you live in a city where it gets as crazy and cold as it does up here. You yeah. Know? You can't get through that shit unless you're all working together. And Tell that kinda, to New York, right? You, you gotta, you, <laughs> it gets pretty cold yeah, there, too. Yeah, you got to get into this mindset sort of thing, you know? So it's kind of it's kind of how it is. It just makes things easier. It's just who we are as a people. We're not angry. We don't have much to be angry about. You know, we don't hate our political system much. We get annoyed with our government, but we don't, you know, we're not, things are good. Like, we've been one of the few companies to get through, or companies. Countries. Countries (laughs) to get through this whole economic thing, you know, pretty much unscathed. Like, we're doing well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. All right, ticket. Booyah. Yeah, the first person that we uh, came in contact with, we did some of the touristy stuff up at the falls. And uh, my lovely wife, Katrina, who's sitting camped out in the back seat right now. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I exist. It's nice. true. <laughs> um, we went to ride the Ferris wheel by, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, by the yeah. falls because yeah. you can apparently get a pretty decent view of the falls, but not as good as actually... Uh, just walking up to the falls, so they lied on their billboard about that. But anyway, uh, they they were asking us for whatever it cost, and we gave them the wrong amount of money. And in so doing, they apologized to us, saying, "No, it's more. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing I saw Jim Carrey the other day doing an interview. He was in Toronto the other day because he's got a new children's book. Yeah, and he was at uh, Chapters. I think it was Chapters, and he was doing uh, a signing for his book. And it wasn't a huge hoopla, you know, we're used to the guys being around, we're from here. But uh, he said he doesn't uh, he doesn't say A as much, and his American accent has pretty much taken over. He's been there 20 years or whatever. Yeah, of course. He said the one thing he still can't shake is sorry. He sorry. says sorry for everything. Yeah. And that's the one thing people notice about him all the time. And it is a hard thing. And sorry is more of a a term here than actually meaning it. It's more like, excuse me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Me. Yeah. Yeah. But the A thing is one thing that's true. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have noticed. We say A and we say it a hell of a lot. We, yeah. Even our, our aunts who are expats. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they slipped it, it up. Already. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They've been here about six years now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, all right, we'll do one. So more. we found our, uh, okay. One more. We'll one do one more. more. Right. Since we'll just lead right into it. And saying, yeah. Um, some of the food originally I had just written down uh, poutine to yes. talk about, which is delicious. Yes, it's a Try, good, it's good meal. Gravy, French fries, and cheese curd. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then we had it, and we also had it at a pub. So I wrote down beer to go with it since we're about to step out and head to a brewery. Okay. Um, yeah. More alcohol. Of course. <laughs> uh, there's all, why yeah. would you make it with less alcohol? Why would you? I don't understand. And uh, flavor. Five five point five is pretty much the bottom point you're going to hit here, unless you're getting like a light beer. But um, we're not a heavy beer place. We're not like a European dark kind of beer place. But we're not also a watered down beer place. I like Canadian beer because it is kind of in between. You know, it's not like lager or stout, but it is a nice clean beer that we have here even if it's I'm not a big Labatt's guy I don't like right, the, right. After t- the aftertaste Labatt's isn't a huge beer that's drank here it used to be in the past but Molson's owns a lot but the number one beer here right now is Coors Light and that's what? because it's most similar to Canadian beer and cheaper Coors Light is dirt cheap 
It's very yeah, but similar. it tastes like water. And I at least was getting some flavor out of the beers that we were having. Well, there's well, you've been trying good ones, so you're, you're not. <laughs> well, I don't your drink typical, like Molson either. Canadian or yeah, Labatt's yeah. Blue, or if if you're gonna have a Molson Canadian or a Labatt's Blue, might as well have a cheaper Coors Light, right? Right. But when you're getting into nicer stuff like Steam Whistle, where you're gonna try and uh, which you've enjoyed, and uh, the Moosehead and the Lakehead, Lakehead's a cheaper one, but. We know our beer, you know. It's it's a tradition, especially East Coast beer is a lot more like uh, like uh, UK beer, like yeah. Alexander Keith's, little and thicker, stuff like a little, that. Uh, little thicker, little, little chewy, darker. Make a meal yeah, out of it, Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all still Gaelic and very, you know, UK that way out east here, right? Like Newfoundland, Nova Scotia. Yeah, it's still very Irish, very Gaelic. So there's a lot of those kind of beers. You so know? there was a lot of Scotch settlers. Oh, it's insane. Nova Scotia, <laughs> meaning New Scotland, right. in Gaelic, yes. There were a lot of Scots that settled there, yes. So, uh, yeah, as far as the beer is concerned, that's what, it, you know, we're proud of it. And, uh, you know, Canadian beer, it's not, I, I, I will admittedly say, it's not the best beer in the world, but overall, from beer to beer to beer, more consistent. It's quality. more consistent, yes. I think there are, there's a large variety of really good Canadian beer. Wonderful. So, yeah. On that note, uh, We'll leave you with a song to listen to. I haven't picked it yet, so I can't tell you what it is. Uh, but, but it'll be something Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> or something referencing Canada. It'll either be like uh, Weird Al or... Yeah, you put a little South Park on there. They like to blame us. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Maybe yeah. some Rush. No, no, no. no. We don't like Rush. You don't like Rush? Uh, Rush isn't what you think in Canada. No? Like by the old 70s guys who drive around on like uh, 10 speeds with boxes of beer on the handles. Yeah, they're into the old Rush. But Rush didn't hold up here. Rush is not. They were bigger in America than here, to be honest. Okay, well, you give know, me somebody yeah. to play over the break. Um, You know what? Here's you're, here, you're about to hear some Tragically Hip. Okay. Because that's about as Canadian as if there's a goal that everyone remembers It was back in old 72 We all squeezed the stick and we all pulled the trigger Because that's what's got my parents. 
and I'm very angry and distraught, but it's an awesome podcast. Uh, it's second to Kevin Smith's podcast, and this is coming from Toronto Batman, who has done nothing good since June. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Burn blue on the street, loose and can bleed under sky, so smoky blue green. I can't foresee a Dixie dead sheep, so it dance the sidewalk clean. My memory is muddy, what's this river that I'm in? New Orleans is sinking, man, and I don't want to swim. Hey, kids. We're back at the park across from the MTCC. Guess what? Flicked my bick. (laughs) (laughs) He's good, right? Sometimes I let him do the wide shots when I feel like getting blazed back in my winnie. But it's so weird to be sitting here with you because this is officially the first actual in-person international podcast I've ever done. Well, you've been a great host. Well, I try to be. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, this was so excited, though. I remember when you first sent me that tweet and you were like, we're coming up. up. I was like, what? Yeah. Shit, yeah, I'll show you around any fucking time. <laughs> well, if I'm going to be on an elegant weapon, then I would might as well enjoy your flicked pick as well. For, uh, <laughs> Please do. For posterity's sake. Absolutely. Uh, we're in the park that you've all heard about, for those of you on the other show who haven't. When we go to Fan Expo in Toronto, our big Comic-Con, there's a park right across the street, Steam Whistle Brewery, and it's a beautiful park. It's a typical, you know, nice Canadian little hilly park with, uh, what do you call them? Trains? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trade cars and such. <laughs> and it's a, it's a beautiful, we're in a grove of poplar trees. Enjoying a little bit of the goodness, yeah. So all you fine people out there in Los Angeles, California, Baltimore, Maryland, and wherever the heck you may be, come on up to Toronto and hang out, man. It is beautiful up here, truly. Yeah. Although we did just suffer a terrible tragedy. Yes, we walked in literally. (laughs) We got in the steam whistle, and within a minute, they said, uh, brewery's closed. Yeah. So, no beer yet. And we had to f- pee, unfortunately. But uh, that's okay. We would have gotten beer if we didn't have to pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pig screwed us totally. <laughs> well, we were just talking about some food. Uh, why not keep going? Uh, maple syrup. Yes. Finest in the world. Um, it's true. It's delicious. I, I'm always surprised to see when I go to other countries, I've been to a few, how expensive it is. Yeah. Super expensive import. Even in the States, it's fairly expensive, even though they can make it themselves. Buffalo's got lots of sugar bushes out there. But it's uh, it's just been a long tradition, so it's been refined. Same thing with, like, Scotch whiskey. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So the maple syrup has just been refined and taken out of the same trees for 100 years type thing. And uh, we use it commonly. Now, I'm not (laughs) really a syrup syrup person. (laughs) Yeah. But... uh, We'll enjoy some uh, maple syrup candy. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Kind of like, uh, not toffee, but... Yeah, they got like little sugar cubes. Yeah, types. okay, yeah, 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 for sure. It's like pioneer candy. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
We talked about curling before, or we talked about hockey before, yes. another uh, big Canadian sport, uh, and surprisingly popular on the last Olympics, curling. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's another tradition thing. Yeah, you know, it's just been played here for so long, and they get into it, man. The briars here are crazy, and there's lots of cur- little curling rinks all over the place. So yeah, my aunts belong to a yeah. curling league. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sad we missed it by a week. I could have played if no, we come <laughs> next week. Your season starts. It's up. close. We're almost there. Um, it's a very winter cultured place because even though our summers are beautiful and we love the most, it's a long winter. Yeah. You know, even though it's not ridiculously cold yeah. through the whole thing, it's long, right? So a lot of our traditions and sports are very winter based, right? Yeah. So it just kind of turned out that way. I wonder if uh, curling's as big in, like, Michigan and stuff, or Buffalo. I have no idea. Because if you look at the, the Great Lake cities, Minnesota and, you know, and Michigan and stuff, big hockey towns. Yeah. It's all about your environment, where you come from, right? So. Where there's ice. <laughs> yeah, where there's ice, you're going to find something to do on it, right? So, because right. lacrosse is huge here. Yeah. Lacrosse is monstrous. That was our original national sport was actually officially lacrosse. That's been big on the East Coast for a while in the States as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And, well, with the league now, I mean, the Toronto Rock, who's our lacrosse team, you know, they were winning championships for, like, the first six years or something. So... I yeah. played in high school. Oh, like, yeah? Well, yeah. for a year. Yeah. Uh, I had some used equipment and uh, couldn't actually throw the ball all that well because, apparently, found out later when I used somebody else's stick, uh, my, my pocket was too Um and just did not go where I wanted right, to go. Right, right. I never played, so I don't know if I ever would have been any good. <laughs> it's fun. It's yeah, a lot of yeah. fun. So it's funny. We were just talking about, uh, you know, sometimes the best place to hide something is right out in the open. And I know this park well. I know the best place to sit and, you know, enjoy a little smoke to yourself. But it's funny because there's a group of, like, six dudes all in Maple Leaf jerseys <laughs> huddled in an obvious circle under a tree. <laughs> They should have worn their St. Paddy's Day jerseys then. Uh, do you know the original name of the Toronto Maple Leafs? I do not, sir. The St. Paddy's. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, green jerseys, uh, shamrock logo, just a shamrock on a green jersey. Uh, they've busted it occasionally on, uh, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, no, like anniversary years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, you know. So they've they've worn the it at times. Jerseys. Yeah, and uh, they're super throwback because yeah. it was before they were Leafs, right? So... Now you're getting me rolling into uh, Toronto sports history. Where was the first NBA game in history played? Again, couldn't tell you. That was played in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. uh, Between the Toronto Huskies and the New York Knickerbockers. Fuck you! That was the first NBA game. And when the Raptors came and we got the Raptors, the name that came in second out of voting, because they let the city vote, was Huskies. Because it was the original name, right? Very cool. Because basketball was invented by a Canadian. James Naismith. Yeah. At uh, but I think it was in Michigan that he did it. Dearborn, Michigan, maybe, or something. Somewhere in Michigan, I'm pretty sure he was teaching at a University of Michigan, wherever the hell that is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's where he invented it. So. Good old U of M. Yeah. So we had an NBA. The first game was in Toronto. It's kind of crazy when you think nice. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since we've been talking about traditions, uh, tried one of your uh, your local haunts, Tim Hortons. Yes. Uh, for the first time yesterday. Yes. Uh, now, this is held as sacred, and uh, this might be one that I have to differ with a popular opinion on. Yeah. Kind of watery. 
Tasted like 7-Eleven coffee. Now, me. what did you get? Just plain black. Plain black. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 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 a basic coffee. I'm pretty sure they put something in it to make us addicted to it after a while. <laughs> Um, I can I can't tell you why, but my my double double <laughs> with milk out. is delicious. It's it's not so gourmet and dark roast as like say Starbucks coffees, but it's not as bad as like Dunkin' Donuts or you know, I find. Yeah. But it's it's I don't know. It's very tepid. It's it's our thing here. Yeah. Fair it's enough. what we drink. <laughs> we all love it. You know. I, I can't argue with uh, a place though that's open 24 hours and serves uh, breakfast food that whole time. Yes. So absolutely, you know. I'll McDonald's is making a play though with their new McCafe thing. Yeah. Their coffee is good, and a lot of people here are actually really starting to drink it. But Tim Hortons isn't it all like super sugary and? I don't know. I haven't had it. I'm a, I'm a Timmy's <laughs> guy. You know, I drink my Timmy's. I drink a medium decaf double double with milk. Now, what's a double-double? Because in California, the double-double is a double cheeseburger. Two, oh, yeah? Two meat, two cheese. Uh, double-double is two milk, two... Or, well, if you were to walk into a Tim Hortons and say, give me a medium double-double, you would get a coffee with two creams and two sugars. Okay. So you're getting a double-double. So they're just doing the yeah. uh, so if you walk accessorizing in and, yeah, for you. If you walk in and say, <laughs> get a triple-triple, because they do it for you at Tim Hortons. There's no doing it yourself. You get you ask them. that. I guess that's why we have those certain terms. Right, because it's not like Starbucks where you go in and have to make your coffee yourself. Right. Right? So you go in and it's made and handed to you ready to drink, right? So double double, triple triple, milk two sugar. And a side one of sugar two and milk. you're out. Yeah, there you are. And you're out. You're done. You know? So Which are your equivalent of donut holes from Dunkin' Donuts. I believe I believe ours were first though. I'll give them to you. I don't know. They were pretty good. Timbits are well it's it's good. Timmy's isn't as good as it used to be. It used to be all fresh. They baked everything from scratch on site. Yeah. And, and a lot of it's frozen now and then baked and heated. Yeah. And, and shipped out yeah, to it. Because be, they're on every corner. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. The equivalent of uh, 7-Elevens in Los Angeles. And I don't know what it is, but any Canadian, the first thing they're going to do is when they get back from somewhere that doesn't have Tim Hortons, is they're going to go get a Tim Hortons. <laughs> I've done it everywhere I've ever gone. Everyone I know ever has. It's the first thing you yearn for when you get back is you want a Timmy's. I, is, if, if it's more to it, it must be more to it than just the taste. <laughs> it's not the greatest coffee, but I don't know. Like you said, tradition. Yeah, I guess so. It's what we drink, you know. Uh, the uh, term monopoly money has come up. Um, which I think is more derogatory than it should be. It's colorful and it's pretty. I like it. Thanks. It's uh, it's also very new. What you've seen probably. Yeah. Uh, the new weirder feeling stuff. It's like plasticky and there's windows all over. It. Exactly. It's new stuff we got that's uh, you can't tear it. That's unterrible. Uh, A lot of people don't believe it and then they, they try, try and they horribly crinkle up their their bill. But uh, okay, I only have two old ones. I have two green $20 bills and one blue $5 bill. <laughs> I guess it's funny when you say that our fives are blue. But just within the past year, we've got the new Australian that has the same money. Yeah. And it's it's waterproof. It's unterrible. It's indestructible. And, uh, yeah, but you can't say no. We have green, blue, 50s or red. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, it's yeah. It's pretty. And the coins, your loony and your toony. They are pretty. We have doubloons, man. Yeah, you can have twenty bucks in your pocket and not even realize because you got just a handful of change. It feels like a quarter. Yeah. yeah. Pirate to balloon country, man. 
Yeah, they're <laughs> brass buried inside of silver. Yeah. They're very pretty. It's good, eh? We'll throw some <laughs> the toonie and the loony. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of also weird that we even have a $2 increment, because we used to have a $2 bill as well. You guys don't have that, right? Uh, we still have some in circulation. They don't make them new, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't think America ever had $2 bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. If you get one as change, you usually hold on to it. Just well, see, we look at your money more as play money, not monopoly money. But say you were to go into like a dollar store or a bargain store and get like a a play set for a kid that had money and poker chips in it or something. Yeah, your money looks like that money to us. (laughs) Your money looks not real. It looks like. It should be framed in a yeah, museum. Yeah, or no, it just should be like, uh, like a toy in a toy cash register. I don't know. So, it's confusing though. Like, why wouldn't you want the color? You know, I I don't have to even look at it. I know it's a five. Yeah. When I'm using American money, I'm always paranoid. I'm going to give a hundred over a twenty or something. You know? Yeah, keep it organized. Yeah, you yeah. can shuffle yours here and. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And uh, last but certainly not least on our uh, on our countdown, Scott Pilgrim Love. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Scott, Evil X. Right. Um, amazing to have a movie filmed in Toronto, like many others, but to hit that based big in on Toronto. an international scale too. Set in Toronto though. Yeah. Um, is a big deal. Is the biggest deal. Um, and it's also that it did a beautiful job of showing what Toronto is. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that, if it feels like anything from the movie, but it's, it's, it gave a very good feel um, yeah. as far as I've been to those clubs. You know, I've seen those type shows. I've played in those parks. I've eaten that pizza. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, that we were trying yeah. to make it a point to hit up some of the things on this list, like uh, yeah. Lee's Palace. Yeah, yeah, which, where I've seen many great bands, especially the Slackers, who are my favorite ska reggae band. Yep. But, uh, you know, they're amazing. So Lee's, that, that's, absolutely. That's where the uh, the end fight scene was at? I think it was filmed at Lee's. Or, no, Lee's was actually in it as Lee's. There's a couple clubs that are filmed there, but weren't the clubs they were. Like, Gideon's Club wasn't, like... I can't remember what they called it in the movie, like right. G's Club or something. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't—that's not a club. Lee's Palace, I think, actually played Lee's Palace, because at the back of the stage it says Lee's Palace. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure you could see that in one of the fights in Scott Pilgrim. Very cool. So I'm pretty sure Lee's played itself. Uh, one other club I think played itself, but then I think the other ones were kind of renamed and played like other things, like Gideon's at the end. Yeah. So, but one or two of the fight scenes was absolutely in the club it was supposed to be, you know, Casa Lomo, as you saw. Yeah, we just went there today. Now, did you see the staircase, the really long one, going down the back end side, down all the way down the we hill? We didn't see, like, it wasn't carved steps. The, the stuff that went down the hill was all just in nature. The top part was stone. A lot of it was just... Yeah. There's one stairwell that goes from the top all the way down to the bottom. And that's the one that Chris Evans tries to skate and do the rail down. Yep. And crashes. <laughs> you believe you can stand a chance against an A-lister, bro. That's that part of Castle Lone. Yeah. So, yeah. It's super, super groovy, man. That Pizza Pizza is across from Honest Ed's, which is up on Bathurst, which is a street. If you look behind, when they're in the Pizza Pizza, look at the store across the street. It's really lights. Old school, big carnival-looking sign okay. with lights. That's Honest Ed's, which is like a hundred-year-old bargain store. 
It's been in Toronto's forever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My my yeah. aunt was telling us about that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's right down the street from Lee's, right? Yeah, it's right across. It's right down the street from Lee's and right across the street from Pizza Pizza, <laughs> and that's all where all that stuff would have happened. We've so. got to make that a stop yeah. then. And a lot of that soundtrack was Canadian bands like Metric and stuff. So it was cool of them to do that as well as use Canadian bands as yeah. well for the, you know. So, and they did a lot of special stuff here. Uh, Edgar Wright was here all the time. Promoting them while it was promoting, he was doing lots of special like midnight screenings and party screenings and stuff. So very cool. Yeah, very, very, very cool of him to have done that. And uh, you know, it's a proud thing of Toronto for sure. But it's known here. I mean, lots of things were shot here. Big movie, t- Hollywood North, is its nickname. Yeah. You know, we know we know it as that here. I don't know if Americans here have heard that a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, Hollywood Especially North. Especially those in the film industry. Yeah, yeah, it's Toronto. Yeah. Most television, there's a lot of television shot here, but there was most a movie of that's in Hel- Vancouver. Hollywood North, it was really good. Yeah, I think I heard of that. Yeah. But a lot of the TV shows are done in Vancouver. Smallville, X Files. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, you know. And even yeah. just at Castle Loma, they had shot parts of X Men there and mm-hmm. the Skulls. And yeah. Not ranking it as a good movie by any means, but the Pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's also a lot in the outskirts, like uh, 10 seconds from my house in Clarkson, which is out in Mississauga. The city next to here is a little diner that was used in uh, Shoot 'Em Up and uh, Prom Night Three. Hello, uh, hello, Mary Lou. Okay. And uh, you know, there's a few little music Didn't videos make it that shot far and into stuff. The Prom yeah. Night series. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so you know, and, uh, and and X-Men was also filmed in Oakville, which is on the other side of that city. So it's not all right in the core because they're looking for suburban areas. Uh, in Clarkson, where I'm at, is RoboCop, the one, the new one, was filmed all around there. So it was cool because they had all the cr- cast and crew parking in, in parking lots around my area. Yeah. But they said Omnicore parking. Like, everything was uh, set up as the company Omnicore. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun. So as I was driving around my hood, you know, it'd be Omnicore parking here or whatever, you know. Nice. So, yeah. Well, that about wrapped it up for my top ten things that came to mind on... Uh, the subject of Canada. Sweet. It's been a great weekend here. Glad I, you guys is, came up. It's by uh, all means gorgeous weekend to, to do it. You know, it's uh, it's always fun times. There's so much to see, experience, <laughs> and you're going to Wayne Gretzky's, or we're going to Wayne Gretzky's, which is cool. Very so, shortly. Yeah, yeah. We'll rattle off a couple of nerd tweets to to end the uh, mm-hmm. session off. Uh, laugh if you want to. You know how it goes. From John Solo at Shock Monster. Hulk smashed. Hulk sends drunk text at 2 a.m. declaring secret unrequited love. Hulks are to be embarrassed tomorrow and pretend not happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. From Donnie at Donnie1. Slowly, Waldo's wife and Mr. San Diego started putting the pieces together. I don't get that one. Where's Waldo? Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen? Oh, wait, Carmen. All right, sorry. It's slow it's, on that one, kids. Sorry. <laughs> From Lloyd Rang at Lloyd Rang. I don't have any problems that a DeLorean and a well-timed lightning bolt couldn't solve. <laughs> Excellent tweet. Beautiful tweet. I love that tweet. From at Mia Saint. I shouldn't have to tell you that a girl who won't duel you with a plastic cocktail sword is an absolute waste of your time. Absolutely. 100% agree. 100% agree. That's a smart tweet right there. That's what that one is. 
and from Tashi Matum at Tashi P. Had a dream the Lone Ranger was on an ATAT saying, Hi ho, at at, away! So, no, I don't think I'll be taking anything seriously today. Thanks. <laughs> Threw a little that's Star a Wars one in there for No, me. that's a beautiful dream. I absolutely love it. Those are some good tweets here. Got any to share with us? Uh, I think I might. When I'm quickly pulling up my Twitter here. Um, I got to go to my profile thing for. I must have a favorite that's good on here somewhere. It's hard in the city sometimes for me to get reception because my phone comes from outside of the city. If for some reason we can fly to the moon, but my phone can't pick up, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm sorry that uh, that supercomputer in your hand isn't going as fast as you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to love that, eh? All right, I have 50 favorites? I didn't think I've ever favorited that many. Jesus. By the way, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Jedi underscore Ross, R-A-S. And, uh, oh, I favorited one last night. Last night uh, two liters of Canadian beer, feeling awesome. Can't wait to meet the Jedi Ross tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, sir. Uh, okay, let me see here. All right, here's a good one I have from the other day. This is from Don at 13 Damage. Just admit it, a carousel is a goddamn horse tornado. <laughs> Coming soon to sci-fi. Uh, here's one. Uh... Here from my boy uh, Doug at Monkey Squad One, eating my first pre-con weed cupcake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a good one. Must be having a good time uh, down in NYCC, or was that from back at a? Uh... That's from uh, back at uh, the last one he went to, whatever that was. So, so that's what I got. Those are those are my favorites for you. Fair <laughs> enough. As always, you can follow the show on Stitcher and iTunes. Interact with us. Uh, get at Geek Girl Nerd Boy on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we have a hotline. You can check out our website for details on that. You can send us in your questions. We'll answer them on the show. People will hear your voice. It'll be a great time. <laughs> That's all for Canada, boys and girls. <laughs> Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs> talking to you because they're winners winners get to do what they want